Welcome to the Caged Vision Show, where each week we talk about one thing, putting your vision to work. So whether you're the CEO of a large company, maybe an executive within a large company, maybe you're a small company, maybe you are an entrepreneur that is just getting started. Each of you has a vision for where you want to go in the future, and we talk about how to get there, how to put that vision to work. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Kerry Roman. We have a very, very special guest today. His name is Anthony Zolezzi, and he is, he's got a fabulous story. He's got an amazing story. Anthony is the founder of Bubba Gump Shrimp, Pet, Promise Pet Food, as, as well as today's into um, some amazing products that I can't wait for him to share. Um, Anthony, is there anything you want to add to that introduction? Because as, as soon as you give our listeners just a tidbit about what you're doing today, I want to go way back in the way back machine. So why don't you tell them a little bit about what you're up to now? Well, um, <laughs> so, you know, I like um, working on, um, you know, projects that make a meaningful difference in the world. And, uh, you know, my, my goal is always uh, people and planet. How can I make it better for people and the planet? Mm. And so, so I've done a lot of sustainability stuff and, and so forth. But now I'm, I'm, so now I'm in this crazy area where um, I'm thinking about self-care. And w- when I say that, I mean that our healthcare system is so broken that people are taking care into their own hands. And this, the evidence of this that's overwhelming is the proliferation of CBDs today and medical cannabis. I mean, if you, if you look at medical marijuana and the number of dispensaries, you know, it's hard to believe that, that this is happening right in, in the face. And, and you know, it's, it's, a, it's a self-care revolution as far as I'm concerned. And so, so what I'm trying to do is make sure that the self-care revolution works. So we're working fast and feverishly on CBD products, um, resveratrol products, botanicals that actually will make a difference in people's lives, both from a preventative standpoint and an intervention standpoint. So, you know, I, I just, I'm so excited about this whole self-care revolution. And I just want it to be, you know, I want the products to be efficacious. I want the products to work. And I want this to be a good experience for the consumer. That is very, very cool. And uh, I was listening in, in preparation for this. I was listening to a couple of speeches that you gave. And one of the things you said really jumped out at me. And you said, I believe your attitude and your gratitude are two gifts and disciplines that take the windy, bumpy road and smooth it out. I thought that was such a really, really cool uh, quote. Let's do this though. I want you. I want to go in the way back machine and tell us when you first knew that you had this idea of that we're calling a vision. And Caged Vision Podcast is is that is that when you have a vision but you can't figure out how to get it out of your head. Uh, it, it can it can cripple you. It can it can really just um, drive you crazy. Talk to me about when you first 
knew that, you know what, I'm, 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 I've got this thing. It's I've got a little bit of vision. And then how did you know that it was something that you had to nurture? Yeah, that's, that's a, that's an interesting question. I think the thing that pops out at me immediately is when I was working for a large food company early, early in my career, I mean, this is right out of college early in my career. And I went, I had to go look at strawberries um, uh, for a large food company. And I, I was recommended to this strawberry manufacturer, strawberry grower and, and manufacturer processor. There was a big strawberry processor. And I go there and we're at the end, I'll try to make this fast. We're at the end of the, the, the tour. I reached down to grab a strawberry. He says, oh, don't touch that strawberry. I said, why? You just told me on the tour that um, it's, uh, it's posted if it's been sprayed with pesticides. He said, I know, but there's a lot of crevices in that strawberry, and I just don't trust it. I said, well, do you take your strawberries home for your family? He said, no. Where do you get the strawberries for your, your family? He said, I get them down the road. But here was the issue. When I got to that strawberry field, it was like a whole different experience. The ground was, well, the soil just looked alive. You know, I reached down for a strawberry, and, and the guy that ran that facility picked one with me, and we both mm-hmm. ate one. But here was, the, here was the dilemma, though. I knew the big company that I was representing would never buy those strawberries from that small grower. I knew the big company would buy the ones where the, where the individual wouldn't even eat it. So this was, this was a real dichotomy for me. So I drove all the way from Monterey area, uh, Watsonville, actually, California, to, to San Diego, which was a long drive. And I couldn't get it out of my head that how could we be propagating a food system that, that is, looks at volume and scalability before, you know, the quality and the safety in a of the product. It was just, you know, it just mentally, it just drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so I went through that. Oh, probably months. I remember uh, going to a coffee shop and just with a blank sheet of paper, just writing, how could I solve for this food system? You know, and, and it, and I just kept formulating, you know, this question of, you know, you know, how do we create a food system that's not dependent you know, on chemicals or pesticides or herbicides or antibiotics in livestock. I mean, it just, it just was crazy to me. So, um, so then I realized I had the vision. I didn't know how to do it at all. I just felt like if I kept my mind focused on the vision, I would find the help somehow, some way. I want to, I want to make sure this is, this is such a critical point for our listeners because they're listening because they have thought of things that they want to do. Some of them may have taken uh, the first step and possibly failed. As you know, uh, just the first idea, plan A often is not the plan that worked. In fact, in fact, most of the time plan A doesn't work. So plan B or C or D, but tell me the first thing that you said, and I want to make sure that our, our listeners capture is that you started with a blank piece of paper. And and I yeah. and I point that out because you, I mean, I do the same thing. I don't want to be constrained by anything. I just want to think freely. Put down those thoughts on that blank piece of paper. I also want to make sure that they heard 
that you don't have to solve the problem that day. Right. You don't have to, you don't have to come up with all the answers that day. The most important thing is to just get it down and get that thought uh, to a point where then you can nurture it. So the next question I have for you, and it's going to die, it's going to dovetail perfectly into what you were just talking about, which is what do you think is, is separates someone that has an idea from a business leader that then takes that vision and sees it through? Yeah. So, um, so interesting question. And, and I've been, you know, as I've gotten later in my career, I've kind of drilled down in that because I like to mentor uh, young people and uh, I really want to facilitate young people's growth and especially in businesses. But here's what I find that separates people that accomplish major things and people that don't. People that accomplish major things focus on the vision and focus on the vision and focus on the vision. Mm. Okay. They know the destination. Mm. People that seem to get hung up and never get anywhere are the people that have the same idea, but they focus on the how. Mm. So, so it's like, I use this example. If, if I want to go from Boca Raton to Miami and I want a, a back road, way i say siri give me directions to or how do i get to miami right right if i'm in the parking lot and i say siri do i turn right or left to get to miami they don't know right they don't know what to tell you and so i really believe in and this is something i really try and instill in any of the young people i work with focus on the vision the how will come Mm. Mm. The details of the how will come. Tell people how, you know, I know there's a, there's a, there's a lot of probably anxiety and nervousness when you, when you just uh, put down the how there's a big, big gap between writing it down and, and saying that you want something, but not focusing. And, and, and when you, when you talk about focusing on the vision focus, focus, c- continuously go back to it. What you what you I think you're talking about is continuing to build on the idea once it's formed and not overemphasizing the how today. Right. Yeah. Because look at the, what, you know, for all of us to do this, what's the worst buzzkill, right? You're talking to someone and if someone says, well, that'll never happen because this, this, and that. Oh, yeah, it drives me crazy. Okay. You know, well, you're probably right, but I'm going to look at it differently because I might not, I might not take that path. I don't know yet, but, but thanks for telling me. <laughs> and so, you know, what I always find, it's fascinating when you focus on the vision and just say, just, I want to just, will you go back to self-care? You know, if I... <laughs> say to you or just anyone listening, you know, how can we make self-care accessible and affordable to everyone, right? And make it efficacious so it actually works. Um, If I keep asking that question versus asking how questions, Mm. people will start adding those things up and they'll start telling you. So if I, I ask that question, you know, someone might say, well, I'd really focus on CBDs or I'd really focus on vitamin C. I'm just making it up. 
Right. But, but the point being is, I've you know, so on the blank sheet of paper, typically what I'll do is look at the blank sheet of paper and I'll put the destination over on the right hand side, right? And I'll put where I'm starting from on the left. And I have no idea what's in that middle. Mm. But as I start working with other people, so we all have people networks, right? Yeah. And what I find is I like to activate the network. So I'll start asking people the questions and I'll ask someone really smart like you, Carrie. I'll say, Carrie, hey, how do we, how do we get there? What would be your ideas mm. to get there? Mm. And, and just start accumulating and, and you just, it's, it's, it's a lot of different data points, but I want to come back to one thing you said, Carrie, which is so true. There very rarely is one path. Mm. There very rarely is a smoother straight road. And, yeah. and so you have to be agile. You have to be adaptable. You've got to have a good attitude and, and, and the most important thing, and the reason I said attitude and gratitude is because yeah, got to have a good attitude, but you know, um, you got to wake up in the morning and just be thankful that you're doing something purposeful and meaningful. Yes. Yes. And, and that gratitude of, of, uh, gives you another inspiration, no matter how many failures you have, because you will fail along the way, you'll make mistakes, just part of signing up for these, for a vision project. And, but if you, if you just, have a good attitude and then just are thankful. I mean, I literally, you know, wake up every morning and, and thank God that I'm on a path to make people healthier. Mm. That's such good advice. How do you know though? How do you know? So you're, you're working it. You're, you're, you and I both acknowledge that, uh, there's going to be pivots. There's, you're going to have to adapt. You're going to, you're going to have yep. to get input. How do you know when it's time to put gas on the idea? How do you know when you've got the right market, when you've really fine-tuned it? I, I, don't, I don't think you ever really know when you've fine-tuned it. Um, you, know, I, I, um, you know, I'm wrong more than I'm right. Mm. And when I say that, is I can, I'll see a vision and it's so clear to me and I'll be so stumped about how to get there and I'll pick a path and many times that path is wrong. Mm. Many times. And the other thing too, I, I find for younger people right now, Carrie is, is the, the, the pace of change in everything that we're doing right now is so much faster than it used to be that, that, you know, you might want to write something down on white paper today and by tomorrow, the news has changed and it's different. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been running through that with CBDs. It's been tumultuous. I mean, you know, the, the, the marketplace is changing. Is it legal? Or is it not legal? I mean, yeah. it, it is absolutely crazy and it's changing in real time. So, uh, so the marketplace today is so quick, so fast that I think you just kind of have to look at it as shots on goal. Take as many shots on. Once you know your destination, take as many shots on goal to get there as you can. And don't assume that you're going to be able to pick the right one. Let no. the right one pick you. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, you know, I heard it once said, what you're looking for is looking for you. You mm -hmm. do, you just have to keep your trying legs trying until you find one another. 
That's uh, totally true. I, I just, believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you see for the next 10 years in business? And, and um, what do you, you know, well, you've already told me what you're going to do to, to continually exercise and get that, that vision to turn into a reality. But since you're talking about this whole concept, a, a brand new concept, which until you said it, uh, I had never heard it. But once, once you did say it, completely resonated with me. Uh, what do you see? Where do you see that going in the next 10 years? Uh, you know, I, I see I see the whole healthcare system is going to be different, right? And uh, it's going to be uh, consumer-driven. Hmm. Um, it's going to be much more effective and efficient. Um, I mean, really, when you think about it, our system just doesn't make a lot of sense. You don't put all the sick people in the same building, right? Mm. Um, I think I think you'll see, you know, a much more distributed system. I think you'll see, you know, diagnostics that you know you and I could order up ourselves just to see how we're doing. Um, I, I, it's going to be such a different model. It's going to be very distributed. It's going to be local in your community. It's going to be. Uh, a lot of diagnostics, a lot of genetics, a lot of uh, more data that we've never had before. Mm. Artificial intelligence will play a, a, a extremely important role. We'll get the electronic medical records cleaned up so that we can actually use them with artificial intelligence to determine, you know, when people are going to have uh, cardiac issues, <laughs> not if, but when. Mm. And so I, I think there's just all kinds of things and there's, there's just, I mean, so CBDs and medical marijuana are just the tip of the spear in the self-care revolution to me. And I think you're going to see so many other products and plant products and botanicals and herbs that come to, to bear here. And I think you'll see the cost ultimately of healthcare come down. It has to. We can't keep spending this much money. No, and I think yeah. our approach and the way we look at healthcare will change. Mm. It's going to happen. So fast. Well, you know, there is, it, there's information, all the data and information that you talked about is, is the, there's a difference between being readily available and then making the choice to, to be informed and use it in an informed manner. And I think that there's a big culture change that will maybe, a, there'll be a lagger. There'll be a, a lagging indicator maybe that might take longer, but when, when people see uh, that science and better data and better, quicker, more informed decisions where you can take control of it, I think you're going to see some quick early adopters, I would imagine. There is no doubt. No, there's no doubt, man. And, and I, I, think, I think it's interesting because I think it's happening in a big way and nobody's paying attention. Mm, I mean, so. I, 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 was, I was at a big healthcare conference in a, in amongst the big group. And I asked the question, I said, why isn't anybody here from the cannabis industry? So the cannabis industry doesn't really consider themselves part of healthcare. Healthcare doesn't consider cannabis to be part of healthcare. It's a fascinating, but the consumer does. Consumer says, I want a clear head. I want to get rid of my pain, but I don't want to be on an opioid. Uh, consumer says, I want to sleep, but I don't want to be on Lunesta, you know, or anti-anxiety or whatever it might be. So I, I think I think I think it's just a fa it's so fascinating to watch. Now, don't get me wrong; it's like 
you know, once you buy your first car and you, you thought you got something unique everywhere you go, you see it, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you see yourself coming. But, but I, I, I just think this is just such a really interesting time in, in the U.S. in a $3 trillion market oh, wow. to be paying attention and just watch, watch what the consumer is asking for. Oh, yeah. So very cool. Well, listen, before I get to my last question, how do people follow and, and connect with you and what you are doing right now? How do they follow what's going on? Well, I mean, I, I, I think um, right now you can uh, check out um, tlcchealth.com. That's Twin Labs uh, call signal. Mm-hmm. or a, a trading uh, sign mm-hmm. and um, and specifically uh, twinlabcbd.com and then my personal uh, website is anthonyzolezzi.com Ah, so very good. So Anthony, one last question for you. If you could give yourself one piece of advice the one to the, the advice to your 20 year old self, what would it be? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably to chill out a little bit <laughs> and, 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 and just not try to conquer everything at one time. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I think patience and, you know, just today I was talking with someone oh, everything looks different 24 hours later. So let's not react today. Ah, so smart. Let's think about it and sleep on it and, and talk tomorrow. When I was 20, <laughs> I wanted to knock that stuff out so fast to move on, right? Mm. When I should have waited till tomorrow. So I think my 20-year-old self, I'd, I'd probably tell myself to chill out. Isn't that funny that, that the, the sp- you referenced earlier, the speed of change is speed, which is really a function of the speed of information, the speed of how we access yeah. that information. And, and, and the key that you just uh, left the audience with is slow down and listen more. I think it's brilliant. Anthony, listen, thank you for being on the show. We just, we're, we're, our goal here is to bring continued confidence and encouragement to those people who've got a vision in their head and just go for it. So thanks for helping provide that encouragement and confidence. We'll see you next week. 